Yeah, yeah. Going into upper body. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, right. what's going on, people? We are back with another podcast. Uh, uh, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, teaching you how to expedite your results. And uh, we're here with ProMed PT. Uh, we're here with At The Boxing Doc. We're here with At Kinetic Remedy. Uh, last week, we talked about uh, the lower half, um, injury prevention. Um, we talked about corrective exercise, and we talked about breathing. Today, we'll focus on upper body injury prevention. And, uh, and we'll have, once again, Antonio do all of the legwork and break it down. Upper body. <laughs> all right. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. upper, body, upper body injury prevention. Talk to me about it. Um, so upper body. Um, well, first, first we got to look at, you know, what the person's doing, um, you know, throughout their, throughout their day. So what does their day look like? You know, are they sitting on a computer? You know, are they working from home now? You know, um, are they uh, boxing? Are they, you know, are they a boxing athlete? Are they a, a baseball player overhead? Um, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, issues of the upper body, arise from your demand from daily life so you know if you're sitting long periods if you're uh you know um using your arms a lot obviously we're gonna have to see if we can modify certain things to make sure that you're doing the right amount for um the upper body now i would say it starts with the shoulder and your your thoracic spine so the thoracic spine which is the mid back so if we're talking upper body, I like to talk about the foundation first, you know, almost like how we were born, right? How we were uh, growing up in our embryonic stages, right? Where we start out as like this, as a spinal cord, really. And then everything kind of branches out from there. So it's like mm-hmm. spinal cord first, then two stubs for the legs pop out, two stubs for the arms pop out. So we have to make sure that even now after you know growing up and maturing and all sorts of things that happen we have to it starts from the foundations of our spine so let's look at the upper body um let's start with the lumbar spine uh the lumbar spine is the lower back but the lower back has a huge say to what's going to go on up and down the chain so that really starts the conversation um you know are you able to uh, stabilize that front side, right? That that lumbar spine through using muscles and not just your six pack, right? It's it's the obliques that we, we talked about in, in previous podcasts. It's not just the six pack, it's the obliques. They help to stabilize the lumbar spine. Now, if the lumbar spine is nice and stable and doing what it needs to do, the thoracic spine, can finally say, okay, listen, um, I know you're stable. Now my job is to move, right? Otherwise, if the whole back is, is not stable, the thoracic spine is going to have to have some sort of um, stiffness in it because it's not getting it from the low back. So, you know, upper body is nothing without the lower body, obviously, but upper body is nothing without lumbar spine stability. Um, and strength around that area because if you don't have that stability around that lumbar spine guess what the thoracic rib cage that thoracic spine that shoulders pop out of is going to get stiff and not be as flexible as it should because it's taken up the stiffness that the low back does not have um 
So before you continue, so just for the people who are who haven't watched last week's episode, last week's episode talked a lot about lower back, uh, lower half leg, uh, lower half injury prevention. You also uh, incorporated a lot of lower half stuff. So today, people, also for your upper body, your midsection is your supportive system. Your yeah. stomach, your lower back is your support for that. Just in case anyone hasn't seen both episodes. Absolutely. And again, we're trying to change the uh, change the the foundation or change the ideas or make people think now we're trying to change the outlook of fitness right now, really, because it's not about, oh, you know, I'll do core at the end of my workout or, you know, I'll do core Mondays or Tuesdays core has this smith section obliques is done with every single thing you do. You're doing a shoulder press. It's core. It's you can't get, you know, it's not shoulder without core. So um using that as a way to kind of guide your 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 exercise is is a huge game changer and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to get that out there to make sure that we kind of have to unlearn to learn almost you know like when we're learning about new topics and, and stuff it, it, we kind of our ego says oh no it's we we've been right for so long you know we've, we we know the right way to do it and it's been a, a split like that like so but the idea is now that we we have that foundation and we have the right stiffness in the low back, now the upper back doesn't have to be so stiff, right? How many times we see people with stiff upper backs, the knots for days in their you know the, the mid back area, right? That right between the shoulder blades, right? That gets super stiff. Everyone it's, I deal with. Yeah, it's super stiff because it has to be stiff because you're not getting stiffness anywhere else. You know, you're not getting the stiffness around the core. So that essentially is now your core and it's getting stiff and it's not moving. So now you're building up some knots in that mid back right between the shoulder blades. But all it takes now is relearning how to get those foundations back, building up strength around your midsection, around the obliques, you know, and that could be a side plank, right? That could be a side plank, you know holding for five deep breaths, inhale, exhale out through the mouth, right? Side plank, side plank, right? That, that right there is a nice little tip just to kind of start, you know, gathering up what's going on around your obliques. And then, okay, now we take it up to our thoracic spine. Thoracic spine, we want to get that rotation in. We want to get that extension. We want to get that uh, expansion by reaching and rounding, getting some air in that in that back of the uh, back of the rib cage. Um, so we need mobility in our rib cage. Does elevation also play a part in the thoracic flexibility? Um, like yeah, so like oh overhead motion. Yes, sir. Yeah, so you know our shoulder blade right here, right? the shoulder blade sits right on top of our rib cage. Mm-hmm. And the rib cage attaches to our thoracic spine, the mid back. Mm-hmm. So the mid back, the thoracic, the thoracic rib cage, there, you, and and then the shoulder, and then the shoulder blades that sit right on top play a big, big role, right? You know, if our thoracic spine, right, from you know, now we gotta sit in good posture, right, like nice and tall, right? We gotta sit like this all the time. Well, this mm-hmm. technically, you know. I wouldn't say this is good posture. I would say that you're just standing up tall. You're just you're just pushing, puffing your chest out. That's more of like a, a military posture where your your thoracic spine, that mid back, could get really kind of rigid and stiff and lose that that 
expansion that it should naturally have. There should be a little banana curve, right? There should be a little banana curve, you know? You know, you're upright, but there should be a little banana curve there. But what happens is, you know, sitting at the computer or, you know, everyone telling you to sit up straight, right? You're trying to sit up straight now. Now you're doing that for an hour, two hours of your workday, three hours of your workday. You're just locked up here. Then what happens? Now you go to the gym, you're doing rows, you're still locked up. You're doing bench, you're still locked up, right? And then you go to sleep, you're still locked up. You're still like just straight and rigid. But the shoulder blade is slightly curved. The shoulder blade is, is a bone. It's, it's pretty much floating. It's not, there's no uh, direct attachment. It's just kind of, there's muscles all around it. It's sitting right on your rib cage. The rib cage should also be rounding like this, like a banana, like we talked about. But what happens with what we just said with working out and, and, and you know, good posture, it starts to get more straight. So now we have a straight rib cage and a curved scapula or shoulder blade. Mm. Now I could see you right through there, right? That's not the greatest fit, right? We need, we need it to be where we start getting that banana shape back in that thoracic spine so that now we got a nice even fit of that shoulder blade. Now you want to lift overhead. It's going to be much smoother for that shoulder blade to glide up and then sit back down. And that's going to help your mechanics out. That's going to help before, you know, before getting in there and stretching out your, your arm or stretching out your lats. You know, it's first, can we get that rib cage to not, not be so rigid? Can we get it to slightly banana a little bit? It's going to be uncomfortable for a lot of people. I have a lot of clients and patients who just, they're not used to expanding in that area. So they get, yeah. this takes kind of a few weeks for them to kind of adapt, but they know that they need it. They know that. This is difficult. Like usually when things are difficult and it, you kind of, you suck at it. Those are the things you kind of need to work on. And that's life. You know, it's, it's, it's tough to, um, you kind of just have to be a coach, right? You gotta be a coach. That's what we are. You know, you coach them through it. Um, you know, a lot of professional athletes all have a coach, right? Uh, you know, they, they, everyone needs this uh, coach to get them through the tough times because, you know, we are sometimes, our mind plays games on us and we say, Oh wait, this is, this is so hard. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take off. And then the coach is right there to say, Nope, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep pushing into that, you know, and yeah. you practice what you suck at, you know, you get better at what you suck at. So, um, you know, I think that's, that's, that's one of the big relationships that we want to get to is knowing that your, your thoracic spine, that mid back area is slightly bananaed, but what happens over time is it becomes more stiff and straight. The shoulder blade, is curved curve on a straight does not fit mm -hmm. and that can cause issues with overhead mobility of our arm because that's the shoulder blade one thing that i think is obvious if, you, if you're listening to this on spotify and you can't see the demonstrations go over to youtube on kinetic remedy to see it but one thing that i think that is pretty obvious to see is as you begin to curve your body forward uh, let's say this is my pelvic floor right you start to curve yourself. You want to get upright, so you start to pull your stomach in and you start to over-exaggerate that stretch in the upper back. Uh, I, I think that the compensation comes from lack of core engagement because as you start to curl yourself, you don't really pull in your stomach towards the pelvic floor. You're not engaging that midsection, and so you feel like you're going to hurt your back. I have to level up, right? I have right. to protect it. So it really falls back to what you were saying not only earlier today, 
but actually about engaging that core to allow that natural position and posture. So core strength seems to me just based off of your positioning and, and um, yeah. demonstration, core strength is the center of everything. It is. It is. It really is. It's the center. Um, and it's just going to clean a lot of things up the chain. You know, sometimes I have people I focus on just like kind of activating obliques, getting some core strength, and it cleans up their wrist pain. You know, it cleans up their elbow pain. Um, so I think just kind of learning that those things and I think the thoracic expansion and getting them their mobility that they need in the right areas, like we talked about, uh, I think before where certain areas of the body are designed for mobility. Um, you know, the shoulder, right, obviously is designed to be very mobile. The elbow uh, all it does is bend and extend, you know, nothing crazy. The wrist goes in circles. That's obviously made to move a lot, right? So it kind of goes where it's like mobile, stable, mobile, stable, mobile, stable, like throughout your body. Mm-hmm. So same thing with, with our, with our, with our spine, the neck is built for stability. You know, we need to have our neck stabilizers, stabilize our head, right? Our head weighs about, you know, 15 to 20 pounds. Um, it need, we need to stabilize it. You know, we, we, of course we need the mobility, but, the neck is built for stability. We need to have the stability to control our positions. You know, we don't move like an owl, right? We don't, we can't go all 360 degrees. So our neck is inherently built to be more stiff and stable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we get into trouble is when, you know, the neck starts moving extra or moving a little bit more than it needs to. And that's when you can get some irritation on, on nerves. You know, you can get some irritation on the muscles there because, again, the neck, you know, has a lot of muscles going up to it. All these neck muscles are some, we don't really pay attention to them. So our mobility gets pretty, you know, we, our mobility increases, but our strength doesn't match it. And so when the neck is supposed to be stiff, the mid-back mobile low back stiff so it's again it's that stable stability mobility stability um and then if you know again that could lead to neck issues right if your thoracic spine is is we said it's supposed to be mobile because you have rib cage everything is moving from that thoracic spine if my thoracic spine is just you know not moving it's stiff because it has to be stiff because it's not getting stiffness from the core so now the upper back becomes stiff now what that what what might that do to the neck, right? Because if this isn't so, if this is nice and tight, it's gonna say, "Hey, neck, I need extra motion. I need you to move a little bit more than what you're doing." Mm-hmm. And potentially, your neck your neck might be already stiff. You might not have the greatest motion, and now your body's asking your, your neck to do even more. And then that could lead to a little overuse in the neck. Um, you know, because some people we see a lot of people, um, you know in their thirties, 20, thirties, forties, where, you know, they might've been, um, developing a little bit of stiffness in rotation. Um, maybe a little bit of extensions getting a little stiff side bending might be a little tight on them. And then all of a sudden, you know, their, their T-spine becomes stiff. And now in that same individual, their body is trying to get more movement out of a neck that might be already stiff. Mm -hmm. And, that you know that now you're asking a neck to move um you know an extra few degrees because you can you know you need to turn and see a car 
you know, you're driving, you need to rotate, but you can't rotate from here because you're stiff through the mid back. So you're going to rotate the most you can from here. And then you're going to have to overwork your neck to get a little bit more. And then that could, you know, now, now we're, so it's really just cleaning up the spine. Like we go back to it, right? Upper body is not just the hands, right? We're not going to just stare at the shoulder and say, here's your rotator cuff work. And, you know, here's your, you know, speeches, right? Yeah. You know, that's the low hanging fruit. You know, we can easily give people that and I'm sure they're going to feel better, but are we really attacking the cause, right? We, we don't want to just give them, you know, um, things that are, will make them feel good for three days, four days, right? We want to give you things that are going to stick for years, longevity, right? I'm thinking about longevity. You know, I'm thinking about long-term shoulder health, long-term back health. Um, so it's a combination, you know, it's, it's learning how to get your foundations first and then, you know, activating rotator cuff, those little muscles that we neglect sometimes. It's first this, then activating the neck muscles, getting those guys to activate and get stronger a little bit. So it's really, it's learning how to sequence, you know, your treatments and learning how to sequence your exercise. Okay, so uh, real life situation and scenario. Uh, I, I deal with a, a, a bunch of people at the moment. They're, they're, they're spending the bulk of their day, seven, eight hours a day on the computer, at home, doing their, their desk work. They're not getting out and about as much. Um, so they're kind of hunched over. They're just constantly in it. And then um, I, don't, I forget what it's called, but it's like everyone's in the phone and the neck is all stiff and pains. Um, text neck. Exactly, yeah, yeah, text neck. So let's say right now I've got this chronic stiff neck pain. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter where. It could be it could be low. It could be high up near uh, up towards my head. How would you go about right now breaking that down, relieving that? Well, I would tell them first – you know, you're not going to fix this in, in two days, right? You're not going to fix this in the first 30 minutes, right? So first, let them know that this is going to take a behavioral change. Yeah. Sometimes they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that, oh, my God, I got to put in work for three months on this. You know, they don't want to hear that. But that's the truth, man. The truth is you're going to have to be more conscious of your movements. You're going to have to be more conscious of your neck position. Be more conscious of what you're doing on the text, right? So, you know, I would say um, be mindful of uh, periodically throughout your day, have these little called movement snacks, right? You, you know, you reach for snacks every hour of the day. How about reaching for a few movement snacks, right? You get up, you go to a wall and you do some, like chin tucks. you know, you go to the wall, do tension tucks and you sit back down, go to work. Uh, 30 minutes goes by, you get up again, you do, you know, some, some kind of some wall angels. You stand against the wall, you do some wall angels. Okay, great. You go back down, do your thing. Then you go for, you get up and you go for a walk, keeping your, your head up. Okay. And, you know, movement snacks, it's just, it, it really, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this workout, you know, this uh, taxing workout. No, it could just simply be looking left and right 10 times, looking up and down 10 times. So I think breaking that up, you know, teaching them that, teaching them that level first, right? Movement snacks. Um, that this is going to be more than, you know, a few days, you know, you're going to have to really kind of pay make a, a little bit of a, ch a behavioral change. Look at how much time you're spending down. Look at how much time you're looking up, elevate your computer a little bit higher. Um, you know, some stuff around the house that you can do, making sure that the computer height is at eye level, mm -hmm. uh, making sure that your hands, 
you know, aren't so, you know, low, right? Keeping them kind of, you know, you want to see these 90 degree angles, right? Shoulder, elbow, 90. You don't want to get too low. Keep it nice and comfortable here. Um, spending time slouched. It's okay. Spending time extended. Spending time here. Spending time here. It's just a matter of moving every, you know, 10 minutes. It's not that this is bad. If you're here for, you know, three, four minutes, okay, you're, you're good. Five minutes, six minutes, whatever. And then you come up here again, maybe five, 10 minutes, but it's just a matter of being dynamic and moving in and out of postures throughout the hour. Um, but definitely I would say once per hour, you know, break up your thing with a, a couple of these movement snacks. And if you have any questions, DM one of us. Well, we could, we have a whole list of DM, a whole list of people that are writing to us about what type of movement snacks do you mean? And we tell these people all the time in clinic on, on how to get that going. Um, so I would say that's number one, you know, getting that all out of the plate and making them understand the why because of that. Then explaining to them what we just talked about. You know, stability here, mobility in our T-spine, stability in our core. Mm -hmm. Can we get that going? We got to get that. That's the foundation, right? We, you know, we're trying to fix a, a, a floor, but there's a leaky roof, right? Yep. You know, we're just cleaning the floor all day long, but, you know, the roof keeps leaking fluid onto my floor and I'm just cleaning the floor. Well, let's, let's fix the leaky roof and now we don't have to worry about the floors. So that's what I'm talking about with getting our stability back here with our chin tucks, getting the mobility back here with our T-spine reaching and rounding, um, breathing into that T-spine, and then obviously getting some core strength through whatever it is that we want to do. But cleaning the spine up first, um, letting them know that, you know, I'm not just going to, you know, uh, we're not just going to stare at your neck pain, right? We're not just going to stare there. We're going to go up and down the chain, look at the whole spine itself, excuse me, and then we can go into uh, specific neck mobility drills maybe, right? Yeah. Of course, you know, of course, there's some good things you can do, like a lacrosse ball. You know, I would, once, once they understand the behavioral changes, once they understand the spine and the mechanics of the spine, now if they have a, the, the why and why it's making sense, right? I'm not just going to say, here's four exercises and, you know, go after it, you know, like, I need them to understand the why of it, you know, really get into the, 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 the nitty gritty, the details, because once you make a connection to that, once you really understand, you know, what we're trying to, once you understand like the knowledge of it, you're really going to, uh, it's going to stick a little bit more. Um, and that's what, that's, yeah, yeah dude, that's what the research shows too. Like when, when someone, when you give someone uh, advice and you explain the why, to them, they, they're going to be more adept to um, learning it long, long term. So, yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's relatable, you know, obviously they want to turn to look at their, their, their kids. They need to play with their kids. They want to go driving. They want to do this. So it's all stemming from just the stability we need here. So once we get into that, then we can go into, you know, four or five exercises that we can do to, to stabilize it. Maybe it's, you know, an active release, uh, soft tissue massage, right? Maybe if we're taking a lacrosse ball, we call it a pin and stretch, right? Where you pin the muscle down, almost like an active release. And, you know, you pin it down and you, you, you stretch it out. Maybe you go into some chin tucks and maybe you go into some rotation. The idea is that you're, you're moving, you're moving, you know, you're, you're, you're not just like 
you know, going up and down the wall, massaging. Oh, it feels great. feels great. You want to pin into it, you know, move purposefully in a direction, move in a purposeful direction. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done with that, we go right into some stability. Maybe it's some chin tucks and we want them to be having some feeling in their neck muscles right in the front here. When you do a chin tuck and, you know, most people, they just do it and they're like one, two, three, four, or 10, I'm done. And it's like, where'd you feel it? Ah, uh, yeah, I felt it all in my neck. I felt it all in my neck. And I'm like, uh, well, okay, let's do it again. I want you to feel the neck muscles in the front. That's going to keep your chin stable. That's going to keep you more tall. Um, and once they understand this, it's called like sensory competency where they're, they feel it pretty much. They feel what they need to feel. Um, then we move on. So we move on from that. Maybe we go into some, maybe we go into some, uh, you know, shoulder blade positioning on their stomach, like kind of these like scap squeezes, but not just like pinching your shoulders back. It's more of like, you know, maintaining the chin tuck, maintaining a squeeze in their core, and then not even pinching straight back, but pinching down and like, you know, back and down, you know, towards their feet. So if you can imagine if I'm laying down on my stomach, you know, I'm not just, you know, lifting my shoulder blades together. I'm trying to lift them at the same time, I want to reach towards the ankles, towards my ankles. So I'm getting this kind of this downward force of my uh, shoulder blades, really getting the lower trap involved and the mid trap and, and taking pressure off the upper trap because a lot of the time our upper trap is, is working so hard. Um, but the lower traps, they also need that. They need a lot of love. They need a lot of care. Yes, uh, they're kind of the lonely child that doesn't get the attention. So um yeah, so I guess, you know, working on those three things and then definitely to, to uh, you know, I would say I would I would do a um, some sort of thoracic expansion, which means um, breathing into the mid back. So that thoracic spine, the mid back, where we said needs a lot of mobility, mm-hmm. I would say we got to start hammering that home with some, you know, we could be here, you know. Stretching that mid back out, breathing into that, (sighs) exhaling, reinforcing that pelvic tilt, the core. As I inhale, you can see this area open up, right? When I breathe in, look at this. Do you see that? Yes, sir. So so that's that's what we want to see. So I make sure that they feel that. I have them feel it on me. I say, oh, put your hand on my back. Do you feel it expand when I breathe in? Yeah, that's what you want to feel on yourself. Um, so that's a nice mobility drill. And then maybe we end with, you know, we end with, um, I'd probably end with like slow motion walking, you know, just like some, just to get them up and moving and say, okay, remember what we talked about, right? A little chin tuck. Let's swing the arms, keep that core tight. And now they're just doing like a slow motion walk landing with the toe feeling glutes feeling the shoulders and just swinging the arms nice and slow where we're just breaking everything down and it's really kind of teaching their body or retraining their brain how to move again so i'll kind of fit kind of close it all off with a dynamic walking movement or some sort of uh you know could be anything could be a squat it could be uh standing marches i like to do walking just because it's kind of functional we we do that all the time and you know if you're standing in the line at a grocery store you can kind of focus on you know the chin tuck the shoulder position down and back core engaged and just breathing into that mid back and you're working on on it right then and there so that would be a nice 
session for someone with a little bit of that upper trap? I think um, everything that you were just talking about right now is so, so beautiful for, for at least the reasons why you and I wanted to start doing this, to start uh, reframing exercise and health. Uh, because I know 90, 90% of the people that I work with, they kind of, uh, they get frustrated. And I feel like it's something that I see oftentimes with people who are at least new to exercise. They, they expect the results to happen right away. They, they get frustrated with these concentrated and focused uh, cues and things like that. And they just would like to see big biceps big chest muscles, big back muscles. I want this major six pack. And so I know, and you know, that that's not necessarily true health. Those are just superficial things that don't necessarily lend to long-term and beneficial health. And so everything you just talked about in terms of loosening up the, the thoracic cage, uh, flexibility, uh, just your balance, engaging your core, engaging your breath, everyone listening, uh, you can't just automate the process. You have to tap in, develop your own sensory competency, as he's saying, and really tap into your own self-awareness yeah. in order for you to get the results that you're looking for. That was just amazing. Everything, yeah. people, you have to tap in to get what you're looking for out of everything. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's it's um, being open-minded. Um, you know, it's having that... You know, body, listen, the body is, is fragile, you know, and, and, and when you see how the body is fragile in, in certain people and you see what happens after a lady ha has a pregnancy, right, for example, their postpartum, you know, there's a lot of trauma that happened. You know, one day they're jumping, doing this and that and doing all the exercises and, and, and then the next day they're like, you, you can't even walk, you know. But then we see them start to build strength and all of a sudden they do their core work and now they're up tall. Now they're walking beautifully in two weeks. So, you know, the body isn't as fragile as you think, you know, it's, mm -hmm. but don't take it for granted. Don't take that you're, you know, me and you right now, right? We're, you know, every step we take is, is an amazing gift. You know, it's an amazing gift, especially, you know, in the, in the times that we're living where health is such a huge priority and, you know, just don't take this movement stuff for granted. Um, you know, it's awesome that you could, you know, you're building strength and you're getting up, you know, all those things in. But, you know, make sure that you're you're doing it the right way. Uh, make sure that you're you're still doing the correct warm ups, right? You, you, you're engaging the right areas before you go. It's great to get into bicep pumps and chest pumps and all those things. Um, but how's your warm up and cool down looking like, right? How's your how's your the rest of your your day looking like? You know. Yeah. Um, it's not just, you know, the hour workout, right? It's, it's, it's the movement you do throughout the day that's going to help your one hour or two hour workout. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's more than, it's more than, uh, it's more than movement. It's, um, it's just, it's, it's making a conscious effort and uh, a habit to continually um, unlearn what you might've learned and, um, and and just you know be aware of your health and and ask ask the right questions ask the right questions you know we're here to help out and we're here to uh engage in these conversations and definitely question us if you feel like we're talking total bogus right now please let us know let us know i want to know what people are thinking i want to know kind of where the thought process is and if um you know if there's any questions please let us know um you know this is what we're seeing 
um, we're having really, really good results with this, with, with this type of approach, you know, this holistic approach of not just staring at the injured body part and, you know, giving them things for that, but giving them things for other areas to help with that area. And I think that's, uh, I think that's a huge part of what we do. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, with that said, we have, we have, uh, run up to our time and, um, I can't really add anything more. Uh, everything that you just said is exactly what we've sort of uh, set out to touch on and to help people with today. Like that was the most, uh, yeah, precise explanation and understanding that we could provide with all of our friends and family and their friends and family. That was amazing. And once again, as he was saying, if you have any questions, if you have any uh, desires or pin uh, things that you'd like to pinpoint, please reach out to, uh, Antonio at the boxing doc at ProMet PT, and you can reach out to me at Kinetic Remedy, and we can provide you with your specific answers yeah. to your questions. Uh, and once again, people, sensory competency, tap in, uh, engage, be conscious of what you're doing because it requires your effort, not just the person helping you. And so, yeah, with that said, okay. please, yeah, please like, share, comment. Um, you know, obviously there's no ads on here or nothing like that, but our, if our token of appreciation would be just to share it with one or two people, um, as a way to pay it forward, please, uh, send the message to someone. If you found this important, found this, uh, useful, uh, share, like comment, and, uh, we'll, we'll reach out and, and get the, get to keep the conversation going. Yes, sir. And subscribe people and subscribe. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Talk to you guys later.